I'm not feeling good about this one. It's showtime, folks. Breaking down the best four songs. This, this is I want to thank God. Uh, I want to thank the Lord God. Because uh, it's not really up to me, it's up to Him. Everybody likes to feel useful. Make it the world go round. Welcome back to Mount Rockmore, our first one here in 2020. Thanks for letting me hang out with you. I'm your tour guide, Bauer, and today's Ascent will take us to the four career-defining songs of a rock artist that got us traveling across the pond to focus on a band that went from, hey, those fuckers sound like a poor man in Led Zeppelin, to holy shit can those guys rock. Def Leppard is hitting the road. With the focus of our last Mount Rockmore podcast, Motley Crue, you can check that out at our home for Mount Rockmore, thebowershow.com. And Poison will be on that bill this year as well. So we start off with this, because it's such a hard job, and trying to figure out just the four career-defining songs of any one rock artist, in this case, Def Leppard today. It's a tough job to do, finding just their four best that we always have a play-in on some level. One that could have, it was on the cusp, it was right there, could have made it into the Mount Rockmore of Def Leppard songs, but just didn't, it wasn't there, it just wasn't enough, or we had others that outweighed it. So for our playing, this is the one that was right there. It was on the cusp for us. The first one I ever heard from Def Leppard, way, way, way back, 40 years ago this March, listening to Dennis Erectus weave his perverted web on KOME in San Jose. I remember uh, one of the sweepers that they had for that station was, uh, K-O-M-E, there's cum in your ear. Classy. So I was baptized into hair bands with Dennis Erectus. And at around that time, it was Rat, You Think You're Tough, Queen's Reich, Queen of the Reich, Twisted Sisters, The Kids Are Back. And then there was These Guys. And this song, remarkable for Rick Allen's drums. Our play-in today on the Mount Rushmore of Def Leppard songs is Rock Brigade here on Mount Rushmore. Rock 
already feeling like the walk of shame is about to begin. Uh, so I'm going to move forward because going straight will get you nowhere. And the first song that we're technically carving into the Mount Rushmore of Def Leppard songs on today's Mount Rockmore, it was the guitar riff that Steve and Phil came up with together, according to Rick Savage. They said they recorded this song with all these guitar parts and then recorded the vocal, which we all thought was one of Joe Elliott's best efforts. In fact, the vocal was so good, we decided to redo all of the backing tracks. And what eventually happened was that they kept a finished lead vocal and then completely rewrote the rest of the song based upon that vocal. The original version, according to what we hear, sounded much heavier, but once they heard the style of the lead vocal, they thought this would be best to make it more of a pop rock song. First song on the Mount Rockmore of Def Leppard from Hysteria, It's Animal. Oh, 
that's me blowing the dust away from chiseling the first face into the Mount Rushmore from Def Leppard's Animal here on Mount Rockmore. It's the way a momentous moment. It's going to be a momentous moment in Rockmore history as we place our first ballad, not not just for Def Leppard, but our first power ballad ever on the Mount Rockmore podcast will be happening here. The Mount Rushmore of Def Leppard songs. It's coming up next here on Mount Rockmore. It's The Onion Radio News. A man accidentally ends a business call with I love you. This is Doyle Redland reporting. Hibbing, Minnesota software consultant Lloyd Harmon didn't know what he was thinking yesterday when he absentmindedly concluded a phone call to the vice president of the Myrotech Corporation with the phrase, I love you. Harmon, who isn't romantically involved with anyone at the moment, was at a complete loss. I don't know what I was thinking. I just finished walking this guy through a series of programming steps and it it just sort of tumbled out of me. I love you. Harmon's telephone client, 57-year-old Carl Munson, plans to assume a cold, business-like demeanor the next time Harmon calls. Doyle Redland for The Onion Radio News, online at theonion.com. You love the hands-free comfort of your Snuggie. You're amazed by the absorption power of your sham wow. But between the snacks, the TV remote, and the spilled drinks, sometimes it's just all too much. Introducing the Snug Wow, the Snuggie made out of the Sham Wow material. It's comfy cozy and sops up liquids in no time. With the Snug Wow, you'll never have to get up again. Perfect for spills, chills, and those annoying bathroom breaks. Snug Wow, the full body diaper chamois. Just wet it and forget it. Available at these fine stores. Breaking down the best four songs. This, this is Mount Rockmore. Oh, good for you. Welcome back to the Mount Rockmore podcasts. Like what we're doing here? Check out our website, thebowershow.com, and follow us on Twitter right now. Damn it, what the hell are you waiting for? At Mount Rockmore. At Mount Rockmore. Now, stop being a dick. That said, let's take things down a notch and bring our first ever power ballad to Mount Rockmore. Yeah, this this is a momentous occasion for us. Never have we had a power ballad, and this far in, we finally get one. It's originally called, or was originally called, A Certain Heartache. But Mutt Lang sensed it could be the breakthrough hit, and this song kept Def Leppard alive while they took a year to record Pyromania, thanks to MTV, who put this video in constant rotation. It comes from High and Dry, which was an album already historical in the charts, but then MTV started playing Bring It On The Heartbreak, and Cliff Bernstein, the manager for Def Leppard, said, slowly but surely, we started getting sales reports on the record. And it started selling about 5,000 copies a week, which was enough to get it back on the chart. So song number two on the Mount Rushmore of Def Leppard songs. Uh, those notes. The incredible power ballad, Bring It On The Heartbreak, here on Mount Rockmore. Gypsy, 
buy the first Def Leppard album I ever owned, and I still, like, if you had every one on a playlist for me on my phone right now, still, that would be the one I would go to as my first Def Leppard album to listen to all the way through. Now, listen, three things in life are guaranteed. Death, taxes, and me disappointing some fan with a selection I make at Mount Rockmore. It goes hand in hand with me disappointing every woman I've ever made love to. Now, that said... Come on, I I only get to pick four career-defining songs from some of the greatest rock bands in the world. If you were disappointed by Motley Crue last time, you were definitively going to be disappointed by Def Leppard this time. In fact, I will tell you right now, one of, if not the biggest Def Leppard song of all time won't even be on my Rockmore. And if that pisses you off, or gives you happy pants, hit me up on Twitter, at Mount Rockmore, at M-T-R-O-C-K-M-O-R-E. But this pick, this pick was a piece of cake. I wore this Def Leppard cassette out, as did all of the rockers in my high school. While Def Leppard was watching the World Cup back in the summer of 1982, a very disinterested Steve Steam and Clark went into the other room to work, and during a break in the game, the other members heard this, this larger-than-life sound. When they entered the room, Clark looked up and said, I fixed it. What he created was the momentous riff that opens up this song, the lead single from Pyromania and Def Leppard's first top 40 U.S. hit, Photograph, number three on our Mount Rushmore of Def Leppard songs here on Mount Rockmore.
And there you have it. That's Photograph. The lyrics for that song came from a discussion between Joe Elliott and Mutt Lang, their producer. Elliott told Rolling Stone that he was thinking of a Marilyn Monroe poster in his apartment. So he said to Mutt, wouldn't it be great to write a song about a woman who's the ultimate woman, but also a woman you could never have? Elliot said, what do you mean, never? And he said, because she's fucking dead. <sighs> Writing songs about dead women. Way to go, Joe Elliott. On the way, our final Def Leppard song. Why it was called Star Wars for Pop Metal. On the way, here on Mount Rockmore. get a discount if you can actually do fifth grade math or can correctly spell any word with 17 letters in it. To Redneck Park, Kentucky, where we say, bring your family and get lucky at the park in Kentucky. I'm Juliana McCaddis filling in for Clifford Baines, who is playing Trivial Pursuit with his neighbor, Gene. A recent report from the Shuttleworth Institute shows for the first time that more than half of college-age males say they regularly get stoked. Are young people ignoring the dangers of being stoked? Yes, kids as young as 17 or 18 are getting stoked over things as simple as snowboarding or finding oh. $10 in their pants' pocket. I it's think not that's safe. horrifying. It's dangerous and annoying. Like, I really think this is all being blown out of proportion. I mean, so what if a young man buys a pair of sunglasses, gets a little stoked, and then gives out a bunch of 
high fives. What is the harm yeah, well, in that? Dustin, have you ever seen anyone who's stoked? <laughs> yes, I have. They're like, dude, dude, try these nachos. Oh, that's just mm -hmm. irresponsible. Oh, yeah, so one scary. minute you're getting all stoked up about a weird looking tree, and then the next minute you're chest bumping with some dude where both of you break your sternums and you're on your way to the emergency room. No, but I mean, uh, getting stoked is as big a part of growing up as living large or getting weirded out. But there was an incident at the University of Michigan last year where a college sophomore became so stoked after finding his favorite sweatshirt behind a chair at his friend's house that he remained stoked for 52 hours. That was a frightening story. I mean, uh, apparently he was just telling everyone he was so stoked about finding it and, and saying fucking yes, fucking yes, fucking yes. But the situation was he thought he had lost it. I mean, you would be just as stoked if that happened to you. I would absolutely not be that. Don't you give me that. Former BMX biker Ty Lindgren just wrote a confessional novel about being stoked during much of his career. He wrote, every day was just one big fucking trip. I was just so stoked to be on the professional BMX circuit. And now he's dead. He is? Oh my God. Well, I assume he is. Duncan, I know personally that the effects of getting stoked can last a lifetime. When I was young and I had a great, great day at the beach and I got really stoked and that evening, I got this. Oh! <gasps> it's a sweet sun. Guys, come on. They're, they're very normal people who get stoked from time to time, and their lives are fine. People just don't want to be told everything is so tight over and over and Nancy, over. Nancy, don't hate, man. I'm just telling you how it is, fool. Okay, all right, how about this? How about this? I'm stoked right now. Oh, oh, don't feel great. I'm stoked. And you're stoked? Oh. Yeah. Stoked. And you know what? I'm getting more stoked because I'm on TV, right? Fuck yeah, man. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. This shit rules. This shit rules. Somebody call 1977. And performed on their 1980 tour, this song featured the foundation for what would open one of the greatest rock albums of all time, Pyromania. But not before Mutt Lang, their producer, helped them refine it. He said, we wanted something stomping. We wanted something to be a call to arms as the opening track. Joe Elliott said, to get everybody out of their seats as soon as the lights went down, Mutt convinced us to slow it down, add an opening riff that we could put down on tape and use as an intro to the live show, and then we took it from Division Two level and into the Premier League. That's what it is about this song. This, to me, is the ultimate live Def Leppard song, even though this is just, you know, the CD version of it. Your final spot on the Def Leppard Mount Rockmore goes to the opening track from Pyromania. Rock, rock till you drop. Don't like it? Too bad. It's my Mount Rockmore.
Holy shit, I'm out of breath. That, that was a rush. From a band I have yet to see live. I've never seen Def Leppard live. But, but I am, to, be, to remedy that, I am looking for a date to see them on this stadium tour. So, do you like the picks I made? You think you could do better? Sure, there were a bunch of other songs. Hysteria you could have put in there. Uh, have you ever needed someone so bad you could have put in there? There's a number of songs. What about Foolin'? Any of those things could have been women. How about Pour Some Sugar On Me? None of them in the Mount Rockmore of Def Leppard songs. And that's just the way I like it. You think you could do better? Tweet me at Mount Rockmore, M-T-R-O-C-K-M-O-R-E, and let me know what you would do different. I mean, I may need you to help me co-host another one of these bad boys. And what I want you to do now is a little bit of homework. Go tell your old high school friends, your four closest at work hair metal heads, and I guess probably everyone you know about this podcast. Subscribe, and we'll be here for you and your spandex-covered ear holes in weeks to come. I'm Bauer for your Def Leppard Mount Rockmore. See ya.